Welcome to this episode of Kingdom Over Cosmos, where Bren Chamness and Jen Weir promote Christian values over world culture to advance a biblical framework for life. Let's join your hosts, Bren and Jen. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to our podcast. I'm Bren. And I'm Jen. And we are going to be talking about this week. We thought it would be fun to discuss hearing God. That is a a question, a comment, a lament I hear, and I'm sure Bren hears it often, is how do I hear God's voice? How do I know it's him? Help Mm -hmm. me hear the Lord's voice, or I don't hear his voice. Yeah, I hear that all the time as I'm telling someone, you know, you need to listen to the Lord. You need to hear what he says. Yeah. Because although the word of God is our standard and our plumb line, there's also personal application of that plumb line. And we are all individuals. We have this magnificent diversity. I know that word is like a thing right now, but the diversity of God is holy and good. Yes. But we're also different and we think differently. And he speaks to us according to our personhood. And so, you know, there's just this um, place of intimate one on one communication within the construct of his communication to us as the body of Christ. That's right. And, you know, it's funny because when I think about hearing God's voice, I think of just two things really when it, when it boils down you know, add to it, of course, Bren. But I think about, first of all, Jesus said when the disciples were saying, teach us how to pray. And the first Mm -hmm. thing he said is our father. So I think of God as father. And many of us do not have a good father or a good father on earth, I should say an earthly father. So it twists and it warps and we're not even sure what that looks like. So we have this lens of God as father through our earthly father. And we all know this, but I don't think we actually really in our hearts understand how it twists, how we hear God. And the second thing I think of is, you know, in John 10, Jesus remarks four times that his sheep hear his voice. He says a few things about that, you know, about him being the gate, the shepherd and all this. But the one thing that stands out that he keeps saying over and over, and you know, if you listen to this podcast or listen to his talk or read the Bible, mm-hmm. you know, if they, if the Lord says something more than once, he's trying to drive a point home. Right. So Jesus says four times, my sheep, my sheep hear my voice. It's interesting, both of those things, because when I am, um, ministering to people so many times they will tell me yes i know you know i had a father that was distant or was absent or even was cruel you know or or did terrible things and they know because we've talked a little bit about the fact that that creates a lens so that when you hear the term father you have a default um application that you project onto god the father But information is not transformation, like we've said so, so many times. And so there's often an inner healing that needs to take place where God fully reveals himself to the person to dispel the wrong image. So that's one aspect of those who maybe don't have that great father image. On the flip side of that, I had a friend who talked about all the things that she called her dad and discussed, uh, you know, things in her life. And she was married. And and she just said, yeah, you know, my dad and I did this and called and had this lunch. I'm like, what? People do that? What? I didn't have that. 
my dad was, you know, hard worker, but we didn't have a close relationship. So I never had any of that. Therefore, I didn't know to even invite it or expect it. And then the other thing is, I love this. We lived in Germany for about five years next to a bunch of sheep. And <laughs> lucky you. <laughs> lucky us. And um, funny story, one of our dogs went under the fence and rolled around in some sheep excrement. And then we mm-hmm. had to get the dog home. So we had a little trouble with that. But different story. What I loved about it was the shepherd or the owner of the sheep. I mean, we don't necessarily call them shepherds these days unless they're really out in the, you know, great beyond. But the owner of the sheep, he would just speak a word. He'd just call and they would all just turn and run toward him. And, you know, in in so many stories, it's fun to, to listen to the stories about how the shepherds, the Bedouin shepherds and the Middle East shepherds would come into a, a town and they would all put their sheep in the same sheepfold, right? So they're all mixed in. They're wandering, you know, like sheep do. Yeah. And yet when that shepherd was ready to go, he would make a sound and call his sheep and only his sheep would respond. That's and that amazing. goes back to your point in John 10 that says, my sheep hear my voice and they will not follow follow another. That's right. The problem is we don't know his voice these days. That's right. So we're following every voice out there and that's dangerous. Yeah. And I, you know, as I study people, because as I say, I've done that forever, being a hairdresser and um, emotion mm-hmm. coach and all this, and even watching my own children in our culture in the last uh, 20, a little bit, maybe 15 years with the not advent of social media, because it's been around for a little bit longer than that, but really just the explosion of it. And there's so much information coming at us and even things that like this, like our podcast is talking about the Lord. Um, you have, you know, memes that talk about the Lord and sometimes it twists it and it's not hearing his voice, listening to a podcast, watching a video, reading, even a devotion somebody else has written is not necessarily hearing the voice of God. Right. And that there's so much information that we are bombarded with that it almost, I'd say probably not almost, I'll just say it almost dulls his voice. (laughs) It makes it very difficult to hear that sharp word that he speaks and we turn towards him. Well, I I do think we kind of talked a little bit about this before we got started, just the the different concepts people have about hearing God's voice. So so I'll give my perspective that we talked about real quickly, and then you give yours because both are equally valid. Mm -hmm. And that is that, you know, I grew up in a in a church. I got um, born again really in my early, well, 19. Um, So all my life as a Christian, I have known that you should hear God's voice, right? Mm -hmm. So that's been the construct. And so the language, though, that I was around was God told me, God spoke to me, God said. And I would feel so inadequate. Like, I thought, I don't know what I thought all the time, but many times I thought these people have a hotline to heaven. And I (laughs) was not on that. um, What's it called when you have the uh, phone tree or, you know, like speed dial? No, back further, like the oh. um, party line. I'm not on the party line. I didn't get the memo. I, I'm not included. So you can feel like God isn't speaking to you because yeah. it's not what you imagine it to be. Right. And 
you know, you can think, well, everybody here is so sure. And I think that that is kind of that culture is to to say it with the surety, because maybe most of those people have learned that. But it's also kind of a culture to just say it like everybody else says it, even if you don't if you don't hear him clearly. Mm-hmm. And so just saying that I try to tell my clients, like when I say, when I'm talking to them, when I say, God showed me this, or God said, this is what I mean by that. And I try to tell them exactly what I'm talking about, how I hear him, how I perceive his voice mm-hmm. so that they don't get a misperception of that. Yeah, no, that's a good thing. Cause a lot of times people don't, we don't hear the same. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it reminds me, I have five kids and their dad and I, you know, we, we say, I love you to each one of them different. Obviously we say the words, but you know, everybody knows the love languages and they hear, I love you in a different way, Mm -hmm, Exactly. you know, and it's the same thing with the Lord, the way he speaks to each of us. It's so different. Mm -hmm. It really is. Um, One of the things that I find when people struggle to hear the Lord's voice, right? You have your voice, you have the enemy's voice, you have everybody else's voice, and then you have the Lord's voice. And I've spoken to several people who hear the Lord. They think they hear the Lord's voice. They double check it with scripture, which I mean, that's great, right? We're supposed to go to scripture and does this line up with the word of God. And I was talking to a friend today and she said, you know, the hard thing about that is if you hear something, you can justify killing someone if you go to the word of God. And as you and I, Bren, were talking mm-hmm. about that, and of course we all gasp and clutch our pearls, like oh, we would never, <laughs> to which I kind of have to throw this in, you know, we've got the big 10, right? Don't kill, don't steal, don't lie, you know, honor your mother and father, keep the Sabbath. But then when we get to Sabbath or taking a rest day, folks are like, well, we don't have to do that. We're part of the new covenant. And I'm like, oh, so murdering and lying is good. All right, good, good deal. <laughs> <laughs> that's another topic for It you know, is, but podcast. that's a good, good little pitch. (laughs) It is. And when you think about it, it's like, we can justify anything. We can justify anything based on current theology ideas of the day, current um, church trends, what's, what's trending on Twitter church wise. Right. So I love what you said, Brenda, Mm -hmm. to that point is yes, we need the word of God. It's how we hear him, but we need Holy spirit, the revelation of spirit. You pair those two together. Now you hear the voice of God. Mm Mm-hmm. The, the the problem with the, you know, Bible roulette that some people do, you know, where they're just like, well, I thought I heard God's voice because, you know, the word says this. And even if they have something in their mind, and I see this with clients all the time, I'll ask them, what are you hearing from the Lord? And they'll, they'll immediately give me back a verse of scripture that I know they've memorized and it's coming sure. out of their soul. Yeah, because that's the answer they should give that they Mm -hmm. they know to give. The problem with that is that the devil knows the word of God better than any of us. And he proved that in his battle with Jesus after the 40 days. You know, I mean, he's quoting scripture. They're they're quoting back and forth. The difference is the enemy is quoting scripture for his own purpose. And Jesus is replying by the spirit of the Lord. Right. And just like you were saying, that difference. And so we need to know how to hear his voice. We need the plumb line of the word of God to make sure that what we're hearing is not off. Because, for instance, I'll just say, you know, if 
if you're married or another person is married and you think you're hearing God say, you know, well, that's the man I have for you or that's the woman I have for you, I can promise you that is not God. Okay. He's not going to violate his word. One of those big 10. Right. Yeah. To, to tell you this. So that's our scaffolding of truth. That's our plumb line. That's our, our grid. And he does speak out of his word. He does. I mean, how many have had the time where you read the Bible and all of a sudden it's like almost like glowing with highlighter, you know, you're like, right. (laughs) (laughs) And he's, and he's showing you something, but again, some people don't think God is personally involved in your life, that he sees you, that he speaks to you personally. But you know what he does? And he even, you know, the the disciples, when they were talking to Jesus about, you know, the resurrection and who's going to be first and who's going to sit at your this or that hand. And, you know, they were like, but what about this guy over here where they're talking about John? Like, what about John? He's like, what is that to do with you? Yep. Like, that's not your business. My relationship with him is not your business in that sense, because they had a a relationship. And that's what makes Christianity different is we have a relationship. Mm -hmm. And I love that. And I often think, again, going back to he talks to us each differently. Mm -hmm. He's the same, but we're not. And so what lights me up doesn't light you up, Bren. We know that and vice versa. (laughs) You know, um, and when, when we think about hearing God's voice, it's, it's even more so hearing our husband, it's hearing a father, it's hearing just a tender one-on-one relationship. And again, the way he speaks to us is so different and I can't help, but just keep pressing this home. I feel like every time we do a podcast, I say this, or somebody says this, we have to get still. Mm-hmm. We have we to be, we don't do that well. <laughs> no, no. I mean, hi, I'm just going to raise up all my, both my hands and say, nope, I'm the worst. Um, even today I was on my walk, talking to the Lord, I asked a question and I heard silence to which I knew that meant yes. Now, most people would think, well, God being silent, you take that as yes, yes. In this situation, because I know there's a, there's a silence with God when he does that. When I'm asking a question, it means Ask a better question. Come on, you know, come, come on up to speed. I've raised you up different, you know, and you start, you start to know those silences or the yeses or the no's. And it's just having that quiet, still time with him. Oh, and, and just, you know, to, to asking a better question, it's, you, you may be just asking the wrong question. Yeah. You know, sometimes yeah. we're, we are really off base of what, God's whole purpose is. And so sometimes we just ask a wrong question. And you know, the word of God gives us all these different things about why we might not hear back from him. Mm-hmm. But I can tell you this one thing with absolute certainty. And that is, it is never God giving us the silent treatment. It's never oh, him yes. holding back or withholding any good thing from us, because that would mean he's a liar. That's right. Right. So when we don't hear from him or we don't think we're hearing from him. And we'll talk more about this in subsequent podcasts, but we need to go through some diagnostics of what's the problem. Am I asking the right question? Am I asking with the right heart motive and intent? 
Yeah. You know, why am I asking this question? Has he already told me the answer? And I'm just asking again, you know, we do that like your kids do that. Yep. Can I have this? No. Later. Can I have this? No. And my favorite, uh, one of my children, the tiniest. So what are we having for dinner? I tell her. Okay. Five minutes later. What are we having? By the way, she can just open up the oven and peek for herself. It's as a mom. And I understand God is not exasperated. Although sometimes I kind of wonder, but if he's told us once and that's that, we can go ahead and keep moving forward. Well, and sometimes we ask because we're multiple times because we're not paying attention. Mm, yeah. yeah, we're not listening. Yeah. Sometimes it's because we really want him to change his answer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like if I ask enough times, will you will you change? And sometimes that's not a bad thing. We see some of that, you know, in in the Old Testament. Sure. But again, has to do with motive. But I I just um I think that we have to examine what our mindset is and what our perceptions are about hearing God's voice. Because I heard this um, really great analogy by a guy years and years ago, and he talked about learning to hear God's voice is kind of like an investigation. Like if you don't know, right? Learning to hear, like, am I hearing him? You learn to know and understand and perceive what that looks like, feels like, um, is like by praying and noting when you think God's answering and then noting the results. So, I mean, journaling helps with that. I was just about to say, is that a plug for journaling? It is. It (laughs) is. At least for, you know, keeping a list of your prayers and answers. Yeah. But. But to to the point, it's like sometimes it will appear that God answered. And we do this a lot. We take circumstances as our God spoke to me. Does God speak in circumstances? Yes, he does. Mm -hmm. But if that's the only way you know whether he's speaking to you, you are right for the picking from the enemy. Because the enemy can shift circumstances. Mm-hmm. And there's so much more writing, so many more ways God speaks to us. But the primary way, the very primary way is down on the inside in the still small voice. Yes. It's the place where we, <laughs> I love this very, very scientific and theologically accurate way of saying it. Um, we know in our knower. That's Meaning, very scientific. Yes. yes, of course. But but really it means we we perceive Mm-hmm. in our spirit because the word of god says that our spirit is one with the lord yeah. and so we are not separate we're not god is not speaking out there he's not dialing in i know we use that sometimes like oh you're you need to tune into god's frequency okay the radio station he's broadcasting from is on the inside of you right <laughs> right so yes. any static is not out there it's in here that's right. Right. So yeah, he's not far off. No, I think there's a verse about that, actually. Mm-hmm. Turns out. We, we can go on, and I don't want us to over overstay our welcome in the ears of people. So we'll leave you with just some thoughts on hearing God's voice. Do you hear his voice clearly? How do you know? And just maybe if you don't, have a have a conversation with the Lord about why. And the next time we'll come back and 
as you said, Bren, we'll do some diagnostic. So do you have any more to add before we finish today? Yes. I, I think that, you know, if you, if you are somebody that likes to really dive into things with us between now and the next podcast, why don't you take a moment and really write down, like, these are times I know I heard him. Yeah. I know because I felt it. It was, I, when I say I felt, I mean, you, you sensed it in your knower, you knew, but you, maybe you also had confirming circumstances or a confirming yeah. word from somebody else, whatever that is. Just make note of those times when you know you did. And then also make note of those times you thought you did and you know you didn't. Right? Yes. And then then just kind of ask the Lord to show you like what was different. Mm -hmm. So I'll throw in a third one because this mm -hmm. is me. Make note of the times where you assumed it was God. Because you thought it was a really good idea and it seemed like <laughs> the right thing, but you didn't even check in and then things didn't go well. So that's kind of a sub third option for you. Sure is. Sure yes. is. And yeah. with that, I'm Jen. And I'm Bren. And we and will see you guys next time. Yes, we bless you in the name of the Lord. And our hearts are always for you to know him more and know him yes. well. Yes. See you next time. Bye-bye. If you'd like to know more about Bren and Jen or Kairos Life Institute, go to kairoslife.org. That's K-A-I-R-O-S-L-I-F-E dot O-R-G. You've been listening to Kingdom Over Cosmos.